welcome back to Divide It with Jill. So today is actually the last episode of season two. I can't believe how quickly that went. I feel like I said that last season too. I was like, wait, why did that go by so fast? But yeah, this is the last episode. And I thought for the last episode, I can discuss a new topic with you that I really haven't unpacked here on the podcast yet. I mean, I might have mentioned this here and there, but I haven't really talked about this topic a lot, if that makes sense. So today's topic is books. You know, if you were to ask me in like middle school, high school, if I wanted to read a book or if I would enjoy reading a book, I would have told you absolutely not. (laughs) Maybe because back then I was reading a lot of books I didn't like for school. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they made you do like those summer reading assignments. I just like wasn't into it. And so I guess that kind of made me not want to read outside of school. My book era kind of started a few years ago. I was in this like really weird mood this day. I was kind of feeling like I needed to read something that was going to like motivate me. And so I was in Barnes and Nobles and I went to the self-help book section and I found this book by Andrea Owen. It was called How to Stop Feeling Shitty. I started reading like the first few pages and I was like, wait a second. This is what I needed. I needed to read this right now. I needed this kind of um, motivation. I needed to get out of this like mindset that I was in. The mindset I had at this time was kind of just like, I need some help. (laughs) I need some help right now. And so reading that book was really helpful for me. And then shortly after that, I found a book by Jen Sincero. And it was about like, start living your best life, how to be a badass, and a quest for transformation and stuff like that. And then there was another book by Jen Sincero. It's called How to Keep Your Motivation Strong, Your Vibe High, and Your Quest for Transformation Unstoppable. So yeah, I read two self-help books by her and then one by Andrea Owen and I 10 out of 10 recommend. I feel like it definitely got me out of this like mindset that I was in at the time. 10 out of 10 recommend but those books kind of like started it and then I stopped for a while after that and then last summer I kept hearing about this book called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover and I was like what is the deal with this book? What is happening? And Now they're doing a movie about it with Blake Lively and Justin Baldoni, and that kind of caused controversy. I talked about this in a previous episode, but I was like, you know what? Let's see what this is about. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the first few pages, and if I don't like it, I'll just stop. (laughs) So I started reading it, and the first page I was hooked. I was literally hooked from the beginning. I was like, what's happening? And so I kept on reading and reading, and I could not put the book down. It is intense, I will say. It touches on really intense topics and stuff like that. And so just be aware going into it. But what the book is basically about, it follows a girl named Lily who just moved and she's ready to start her life after college. So Lily meets this guy named Ryle. She falls for him and they start developing feelings for Ryle. And then it kind of goes back and forth with Atlas, who's her first love in like high school. Um, he reappears and there's like this whole dynamic with Atlas, Lily and Ryle and oh my gosh, it was honestly a great read and this is really what got me back into reading. I know some people can be like, why Colleen Hoover was your first book to get back in? And then others would be like, great first book to start. Some people can argue that Colleen Hoover's books are very like Wattpad. 
But like, honestly, I don't mind it. <laughs> I really don't. And then, you know, she came out with a sequel to that story. It's called It Starts With Us. And spoiler alert, it's about Lily and Atlas. Um, they kind of rekindle their romance from their childhood. Kind of just goes from there. And so, I mean, it is a little bit lighter than it ends with us. And I don't know. I feel very like in the middle about it because it was so hyped and people were expecting a lot from this. And I mean, a lot of people didn't like this book, but I personally thought it was all right. It was cute. Um, nothing too intense. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was fine. To me, it was fine. Was it like my favorite Colleen Hoover book? No, but it was all right. So after... I read It Ends With Us, and before I read It Starts With Us, I read November 9th, Reminders of Him, Verity, Ugly Love. I went on this, like, Colleen Hoover binge. (laughs) I became obsessed with her books. And so, let's unpack this. So, November 9th is about this girl named Fallon. She meets this guy, Ben, who's an aspiring novelist. So then over time, they kind of decided that they want to meet on November 9th, this exact day, every single year. They both have, like, you know, their own separate lives, things that they're dealing with. But every November 9th, they meet up. And then one day, Fallon becomes kind of unsure if Ben has been telling the truth about if he likes her or, like, what the situation is between them. And, yeah, I thought it was an excellent book. I thought it was really cute. And it's it's a really good read. It really is. There's a lot of little plot twists and stuff like that. I thought it was great. And then another Colleen Hoover book that I read, which to me is probably my favorite one that I read from Colleen Hoover. It's called Reminders of Him. Oh my goodness. It had everything. Drama. It had emotion. It has everything you want in a romance, if that makes sense. So basically, in Reminders of Him, it's about a girl named Kenna who recently has been released from prison after causing the death of her boyfriend, Scotty. And let me tell you, on that first page where it like mentioned that, I was so intrigued. I was like, wow. Colleen Hoover really knows how to like reel you in in the first page. She returns to town in hopes of regaining custody of her and Scotty's daughter. Scotty is her boyfriend that died. But the thing is, Scotty's daughter is being raised by Scotty's parents, and his parents do not like her at all. They're still very angry and heartbroken over the loss of Scotty and stuff like that. While all this is happening, Kenna meets up with this guy named Ledger, who is Scotty's best friend, and it kind of just goes from there. It's intense. It's really great. There was a lot of times where I cried. This one's a good one. You should read this. If you're going to read any of the Colleen Hoover books I'm telling you today read reminders of him i need a movie about this like i really do i thought there were everything scotty was everything ledger please all of it the next colleen hoover book that i read was verity oh my gosh this one was very different from the ones that i've read from her it's thriller it's romance it's like plot twist after plot twist and i really was not expecting any of the things that happened in this book i would say this is pretty up there too for colleen hoover books But basically, the plot is, it focuses on the life of Loen, who's a young writer living in New York City. She's struggling for money and not really living the life she kind of envisioned. And then one day she bumps into a man who kind of changes her life. His name is Jeremy. And oh my gosh, babes, Jeremy is giving, okay? He's kind of everything. But there was actually some points in the book where I was like, hmm, 
maybe Jeremy's the villain. It like really gets you thinking like who is good, who is bad type of thing. It's an excellent book. I could not put the book down. That's how good it was. There was just so much to unpack in this book. Okay, the last book that I've read by Colleen Hoover is Ugly Love. So Ugly Love is about Tay Collins who meets this airline pilot, Miles. She doesn't think it's love at first sight. They wouldn't even go as far as to consider themselves friends. The only thing Tate and Miles kind of have in common is like this mutual attraction. Once their desires are out in the open, they realize they have the perfect setup. He doesn't want love. She doesn't have time for love. So that just leaves one thing very much friends with benefits moment. Their arrangement could be surprisingly seamless as long as Tate can stick to the only two rules Miles has for her. They think they can handle it, but they realize almost immediately they can't. And so... Oh, this book, I was bawling my eyes out, to be honest. I was actually crying at this. There was like this moment, I think, it was between Miles and Ian had a conversation at the end. And oh my gosh, I started crying after that whole conversation. I don't want to spoil it too much, but yeah, it's it's a great book. I recommend. I think my ranking for Colleen Hoover books would have to be like, I'm going to go Reminders of Him, Verity, Ugly Love, November 9th, It Ends With Us. It starts with us. Yeah. If you were asking right now, that's my ranking. Favorite to least favorite. Oh my God. Did you also hear that Ugly Love was going to be a movie, but then they canceled it? I don't know what happened, but interesting. Someone let me know. So after I read all those Colleen Hoover books, I was like, okay, I got to branch out and read other things. Everyone on TikTok, they were talking about this book called Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. And I was like, what is the deal with this book? Let me, let me see what it's about. So I read it and oh my gosh, it was raunchy i did not expect that like you look at this cover and you're like oh this is gonna be like a little cutesy cutesy romance no babes it was raunchy let me tell you something so basically it's about this girl named anastasia allen she kind of like wants to be in the olympics she's a figure skater she's been skating since she was like five years old she got a full college scholarship thanks to her place on the maple hill skating team nate hawkins who is the love interest in here. Nate is a hockey player and they both go to this college together. There was this thing that happened in the book that resulted in them sharing a rink and Anastasia's skating partner got hurt. So Nate had to fill in and help her out. And woo, it goes from there, babes. You know, people are obsessed with this book. I, I liked it, but it was just very raunchy. The chemistry between the two leads, incredible. It was really funny because I was reading this in public and I was like, oh, so an intimate scene. Okay, got it. (laughs) I was in public like reading intimate scenes after intimate scenes. You know what? This kind of sparked my hockey romance era. I think the next book I want to read that's hockey is uh, The Deal, I think it's called by like L, L something. I forgot. I need to read that. I'm really into hockey now after this book. The next book I'm going to tell you about is... Things We Never Got Over and Things We Hide from the Light. Oh my goodness. You know, everyone was also talking about this on TikTok. I find all the books I read on TikTok. But this book in particular, Things We Never Got Over, at first I really didn't like it. I thought it was a little bit slow for me. But I mean, I feel like I had to read those moments I quote unquote think are boring to set up the story and to, you know, get into the plot. But it was definitely still intriguing for me. Like I was still like interested in like what was happening. But the ending really took me by surprise and made me love the book. 
It really did. If you don't know what this book is about, it's about Naomi. She's a runaway bride who finds herself in a small town that she's not really familiar with. Her life's kind of falling apart. And she's single, jobless, broke. And she has an 11-year-old niece she just found out about. And she suddenly has to take care of her. Oh my gosh, it's such a great story. The plot is amazing. It's still giving like spicy romance if you're into that. And I love Naomi and Knox. Obsessed. They're everything. And the characters are so likable in the book. Like all of the, the people in the town that they're focusing on in this book like everyone is so likable and so good in things we never got over we also get introduced to nash and lena which now they have a book about them which is called things we hide from the light which i thought was amazing i thought it had thrill it had romance it had it all to be honest there was a lot of things i wasn't expecting but it was also kind of like a continuation from things we never got over there were still people from the first book that's also in things we hide from the light and Knox and naomi are also in things we hide from the light and so it was a win-win but the story mostly focuses on nash and lena nash is Knox's brother yeah it kind of just tells the story of nash and his connection with lena and yeah it's really incredible i thought it was slightly better than the first one but at the same time it's like the first one sets up the vibe so they're both incredible books i love lucy score i heard she has another book that everyone like is like obsessed with something with like a dress with like a hanger i have to look it up but everyone's talking about that as well so we'll have to get into that next season i'll, I'll do another book episode <laughs> another book that i read was beach read by emily henry I think it was that one. Honestly, I didn't really love it. I hate to like give negative feedback over something, but I just really wasn't into it. People are saying to read people we met on vacation, so maybe I'll get into that. But for me, I didn't really like love Beach Read. Okay, so the last set of books I'm going to tell you about. Okay, this is probably my favorite books I've read out of all the ones I've mentioned. Like this entire series is incredible. I think this is going to be the next big thing, especially since this book is becoming a TV show. Oh yeah, it's over. This is going to be like the next Twilight. So basically the series is Akatar. Yes, I have entered my Akatar era. This is another book extremely popular on TikTok. It's a fantasy book, but it's also romance. There's thrill. It really honestly has it all. There are five books in this series so far. I'm not sure if there's going to be a sixth one. I hope there's a sixth one. That'd be kind of iconic. And yes, I will be spoiling a lot of things. So if you haven't read the book and you want to, probably just click out after this brief summary of what's happening. <laughs> the whole story is a fairy fantasy moment. And all the characters just look like humans, but with like pointy ears and muscles. And they're all very good looking characters. <laughs> I've seen a lot of the fan art. I'm like, wow, this is exactly how I pictured each character to look like. There's the human realms and the fairy lands that are involved in the story. And basically it starts off with Feyre. She's the main character. She's like 19. She goes on a hunt. She kills a wolf. And Tamlin is a fairy, but also he can shapeshift. And so he finds out about her killing this wolf and he demands revenge. And so he takes Feyre from her home and takes her to the fairylands. And oh my gosh, Whew. 
she was not expecting all of that when she got there. Oh my gosh. Let me just tell you something. So much things happened in this first book, like towards the end, but the beginning was a little bit slow for me. I needed to read all of it because it set up obviously the entire story. But anyways, oh my gosh, at the end I was so shook. Well, first of all, Amarantha put favorite through Helen back. It was very intense. I felt like I was in pain also with Pharaoh. I was like on the edge of my seat towards the end when, you know, Pharaoh like died and then Tamlin like kills Amarantha at the end. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is happening? Like I knew Pharaoh was going to guess the riddle to Amarantha's like bargain or whatever. I wasn't expecting like Pharaoh to actually like die. And then when she got brought back to life by all the, the high lords, oh my gosh, I was shook. And then I loved Rhysand in the first book too. Obsessed. First of all, I thought you pronounced his name Rhysand. I was doing that for the longest time and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's not Rhysand. You know, everyone says that the second book is their favorite. And like, I loved the second book because Farah and Rhysand's connection was absolutely electric. Oh my gosh. Tamlin who? I kind of felt bad for Tamlin a little bit though in the second book. I was like, ugh. I think he, like, has good intentions, but he just, like, he just didn't go about a lot of things the correct way. But I really hope he does find love. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not discrediting, like, the stuff that he did for Farah, and I really did like him at first with her, but Rhysand, just, he's the one. I'm obsessed. He's everything. The slow burn between him and Farah, absolutely incredible. Like, are we kidding? Ugh. And then we get introduced to more characters, Cassian, and then like Feyre's sisters are also involved in the second book. Oh my gosh. And the ending, it's always the ending. The ending of this book topped the first ending of the first book for me. The sisters getting turned into fairies and then Feyre going, oh, I'll get back with you, Tamlin. But she's actually playing him. And then her getting ripped away from Resand. Oh my gosh, there was just so much going on. The King of Highburn. Please, please. It was a lot. It was it was really a lot. But let me tell you something. The third book, A Court of Wings and Ruin, that was my favorite out of all the five right now. Well, actually, I didn't finish the last book yet, but this one is like at the top for me. Like I loved A Court of Mist and Fury, the second book. Amazing. But the third book really put me through hell and back. I was going through a roller coaster of different types of emotions reading this. First of all, I thought Amron was done. I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be. I was like crying for her. And then I thought Cassian and Nesta were going to die. I was like, I can't do this today. And then Rhysand died. And I was like, I can't. That That is when I fully lost it, like bawling my eyes out. But then they brought him back to life like they did to Feyre in the first book, all the high lords, like, put their powers together, um, that was a moment. Although a lot of people didn't like the third book, just because there was a lot of, like, fighting and, like, war stuff, but, like, I expected that because of the ending of the second book, but oh my goodness, I really fell in love with all of the characters in the third book. I mean, I really liked the characters in the first book, the second book, I really, like, warmed up to all the characters, and then the third book, I was like, wow, I feel like I know these people, these are my friends, <laughs> 
but oh my god it was unbelievable that third book I will stand on this hill and then the fourth book I think was a a court of frost and starlight was the next book and that one was cute it was short it was like 200 pages or something it was kind of just showing the aftermath of the war and stuff like that and uh, I thought it was cute they did tease a little bit of Cassie and Anesta in there and I was like hmm interesting and then the last book which is the one that I'm on right now I'm on like chapter 40 or something like that I'm not done yet but oh my gosh Cassian I really wasn't expecting to like like his character as much as I do now but oh my gosh stop the madness he's everything him and Nesta right now are kind of in this like friends with benefits situation and I'm really just like I need them to be like so in love and this like I need like a huge declaration moment like I need that right now like do you know what I mean Nesta is growing on me though she really is wait a second is that how you pronounce her name I think that's how you pronounce her name. I think I saw like a TikTok about it. But um, if it's not, somebody let me know if that's wrong. I know everyone hated her in the previous books and like, yes, me too. I didn't like her, but now I really like her. So stay tuned for what's to come with this book. I'll have to update you in, in the next season about this one. But I'm loving it so far. And this series is incredible. I'm excited because they're doing a television series based on these books. They need to deliver. They need to deliver because if the actors are not right and the script is not as good as the books, oh my gosh, I think everyone's going to be mad. Like, everyone's going to be so mad. So I guess we'll see. I think the only update we have on that TV show is that thing from Dumois, something about the people at Hulu or something saying that Sarah J. Mass, who wrote these books, um, is being difficult. But everyone in the comment section is like defending her like online they're like she just wants the show to be good so she's voicing her opinions and stuff like that but you know i don't know what's going on but apparently they're gonna start to film like soon maybe towards the end of like this year into the beginning of next year i think that's what has been said but i'm very excited they haven't announced the cast yet but i'm sure the internet's gonna go crazy when this announcement comes out so yeah i wonder if there's gonna be a sixth book i would love to hear from asriel or maybe even lucian and elaine i would love to hear about that that is all i have for you today thank you so much for listening let me know if you've read akatar this is literally the best series this is the next big hit the next big franchise anyways i hope you enjoyed season two and if you have any suggestions for books more books that i should read let me know don't forget to follow divide it with jill on tiktok and instagram And I will see you in season three. Bye!